Okay, we are indeed live on a Thursday evening, at least over here on the East Coast of the United States. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Four Guys of the Quarters podcast. This is episode number 175 for... July 19th, 2018. Yes, I did have to just look at the date right there, even though I've been working all day and writing that date all day long. Um, yeah, we get some topics tonight. We get some serious topics tonight. So really excited to get into this one. Uh, there's like, I don't know, we've got like six topics and I know three of them at least are going to be going to be doozies. So can't wait to get into those. But first, let me introduce everyone. My name is Inferno217. We also have with us Megan is 175th straight appearance. ZBCI assassin. What's going on, bud? Hi. <laughs> Jesus, man. Without fail. Without fail. Always the same. Never change. You know how they say that to people? Like, never change. You know, like they whisper. That's a pe- I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we also have tonight with us Italian clowns. What's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on, people? Nice, nice. You know, Clowns at least changes up his intro a little bit. He, uh, you know, takes on a little bit of an X-Bot intro. You know, sometimes he does his, uh, you know, own thing. Sometimes he tries to imitate somebody who's been on the show. You know, he he he, he flips it up. Assassin? Hi. Every I mean, single thing. You can't change the classics. I mean, I, mean, I guess... Do it like you know the movies these days, then it'll just not be as good. I guess it is classic. The only way to evolve to be better and better is to make and accept change. Yes, to challenge yourself. It's a mix of JFK and Obama in that quote. There you go. There you go. Anyway, so tonight, like I said, six topics. Um, I'm going to talk about. The Sea of Thieves Cursed Sales coming later than we thought it was going to come. Last week we talked about it maybe coming on the uh, the 26th, but it's coming on the 31st, I believe. So we'll we'll talk about the impact that has. Why isn't Fortnite free to play yet? Why isn't the PVE free to play like they kind of hinted at? You know, they said 2018 it's going to be free to play. It's not free to play yet, the PVE section, the Save the World. Why is that? We'll get into that topic. That's one of the juicy ones, I'm sure. We'll have some opinions on that. Um, Microsoft teased new hardware and then kind of took it back this week and said it was just accessories. So um, we'll talk about what we think is coming in the pipeline in uh, in the next month or so at Gamescom and, and probably a couple weeks after that, too. They'll be talking some new accessories, maybe some new controller colors. Who the hell knows? Um, we'll talk about a little prediction Michael Pactor made about the next Xbox versus the next PlayStation 5. We'll get into that. We'll talk about the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale, which is happening as we speak. Um, some good deals. We'll talk about what the best ones are. And, of course, the culling 2 and the disaster that is that game, or was, should I say, because I believe it's already been removed, not even a week later, or just about a week later. It's already been removed from marketplaces. So, before we do that, let me, um... Give a shout out to the Tick Gaming Network. We are an affiliate podcast of theirs. A lot of big things coming up that we'll be able to announce uh, pretty soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we are an affiliate podcast. We are, you know, joined by other affiliate podcasts that are very good and you know have wholesome, good, you know, non, 
you know lets everybody just scream at each other kind of content so uh, we pride ourselves on that of course so uh, a link is down in the description right now so you can check out the uh, the tick gaming network and um, the site that we are now affiliated with so props to them for bringing us on all right let's just get into this story really quick I know it's kind of out of order the way I introduced it but I want to get your thoughts on this so Microsoft, uh, through Major Nelson, announced um, that there would be all new Xbox hardware, quote unquote, shown at Gamescom. They teased that, and a lot of um, this was the Verge that we're showing right now. Uh, the infamous Tom Warren had an article on this, and uh, a lot of other sites picked this up. And then there was a little bit of a ret- attraction because Xbox Wire was the one that originally said, "Oh, it's going to be," you know accessories and the like not hardware so to speak um so there's a little bit of confusion there a few hours went by and people were rolling with that with that article with that news bit that you know there was going to be all new hardware even me you know as soon as i saw that i I tweeted at these guys i I direct messaged them i said this is definitely a podcast topic like this is huge news what could this be Blah, blah blah but looks like it may just be an elite controller or something of the like but who knows? Um, do you guys have any thoughts on what you guys think it's going to be next month at Gamescom? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be just controller-related, you know? What do you guys think? It's probably more controllers, let's be honest. They put, like, thousands of controllers out. Um, if anything, if it's going to be huge, another Elite, but it's, it's just going to be uh, controllers. Controllers, controllers, controllers. Clowns, what do you think? I don't know it's tough with microsoft because they're when it comes to this kind of stuff they're very unpredictable i mean all right could it be the backlash for n in the connect or the adapter for the connect and maybe they want to make another one even though it's not going to do well um could it be another type of adaptability controller uh could it be another elite like you said inferno or maybe they partner with a company like uh scuff gaming and maybe Scuff's going to make official Xbox controllers, like Elite versions or something. So I'm thinking anything along those lines. I don't think we'll see any new Xbox hardware itself just yet. Or maybe uh, third-party peripherals. Maybe like somebody did a VR headset and it's finally going to come, even though Microsoft said it wasn't. Or maybe they're just going to announce what's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I'm kind of with you guys. I think it's going to be mostly controllers. I think, you know, the opportunities there to refresh the Elite. I think it's time to refresh the Elite. I think the shortcomings of that controller. Um, you know, shout out to some of the amazing guys. Matt Kesslering, James Shields. Some of the amazing guys. Um, David Preen. You know, amazing, amazing guys that worked on that thing. And uh, made that controller a reality. Because that really was, like, the first party scuff controller, you know. And really did uh, take, you know, the Xbox controller, which already was amazing to the next level and uh hopefully you know we see next month that it is that and that you know they have more up their sleeve in terms of um you know making that just that much better you know because i think it is time and i think there are shortcomings specifically those grips that were on the controller before those things are hideous they feel great for a couple of months and then they just rub off so that's happened to a lot of people i know um my brother that's happened to tw- two of his elite controllers um I mean, I have a Elite controller just sitting here that my brother gave me that has rubbed off grips, and I can't even use it, as awesome as it is. So, um, you know. But also, I was thinking maybe, you know, everyone's been asking for, like, that one-eared uh, chat con- um, 
microphone thing, you know, earpiece. I'm thinking maybe they're going to finally hit us up with that. Because I think, you know, all the accessories that are coming out now, I feel like may be compatible with whatever Microsoft shows, uh, you know, next for, for gaming hardware. So I feel like they shouldn't stall on making new cool stuff. You know, they haven't had that the whole gen. You know, why not make it now? Who cares, right? Um, but hopefully hopefully it's more than just an Elite Controller, but hopefully also it's not anything too stupid that makes people second guess where Microsoft's going, you know? Because, like, remember when all these controllers were coming out and they were like, oh, no AAA titles, but, you know, you've got this pig and creeper controller from Minecraft. You know, everyone was kind of shitting on them for that. So, um, but... Just hope it's not keyboards. Because we've seen, you know, that, what was that keyboard that they're, you know, they partnered up with. I forget what it was called. But, you know, we saw a, a keyboard come out. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of hoping it's not that too, but, I mean, I know there's, like, you know, tens of thousands of people who are looking for that, you know? So, it's, it's you can't really satisfy everyone, but the thing is with the Xbox is that, you know, people are, are getting, people are getting pissed that, uh, you know, with crossplay and the like, and people with keyboard and mouse advantage and all that, and unfortunately, I don't think that's going anywhere, so, um, but we'll see. We'll see if it is if it is keyboards as well. Um, but you know, Elite Controller chat headset would be amazing. Maybe a new partnership, like Clowns was saying with Scuff. Uh, I believe they're already kind of partnered with them anyway because of the Elite Controller, and I think they like bounce ideas back and forth. So maybe they're announcing something bigger. But that was kind of a uh, big shock factor news story this week. Kind of related to that. Michael Pachter, you guys know this guy? He's been around for a while, made some bold predictions, made some predictions that have panned out pretty well, made some predictions that have been terrible. But this guy is, for those who don't know, an electronics industry analyst, specifically doing... (laughs) You like that picture? You like that picture? Yeah, I know. I pride myself on that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so this guy, electronics industry analyst, not specifically video games, but he's made a lot of video game... um, industry related predictions and so he says essentially in a nutshell i won't read this whole thing but essentially he's saying he thinks that microsoft's going to launch first with the new console he thinks it's coming in 2020 and it's going to be backwards compatible with xbox one x stuff and it will be before whatever sony releases so they essentially he's saying whatever sony tries to do microsoft's going to beat them to the punch so if sony tries to launch in late 2019 microsoft is ready to pounce before that which if you look at history that hasn't been a good thing right look at what happened um sass i know you definitely don't remember this but clowns you you may remember this with the sega saturn when they were supposed to release it in like january or something and released it like five months ahead of time just to beat sony to the punch and um a lot of developers were pissed about that because they couldn't get their software out in time and because of that ea totally isolated the sega saturn and never made games for it so I know that's not going to happen now, but you know you could screw something up by releasing things early. So I think they got to be careful with yeah. this. And the Saturn had so much potential, especially with Virtua Comp. I'm so sad that that thing just died out because I remember my dad waited overnight to get that for me as soon as it came in off the trucks at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. He was there. 
and they handed it to him, and he handed them lots of money. <laughs> lots of money that was not the uh, retail price, I'm guessing, to get it right off the truck, right? <laughs> no, because it came with extra games. Uh, okay, okay. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I mean, our companies, you know, I mean, they obviously have their their publisher and developer relationships and i don't think they're gonna isolate anyone like uh what happened with the saturn but sometimes other bad things can happen you know when you when you rush things just to get them to market before your competitor so i'm kind of worried about what he's saying here but at the same time i think it's awesome because um you know i i think i think sony got a leg up even though it was only a week ahead of time i think they got a leg up because it was more powerful and it was a week ahead of time and it was cheaper so there was there's a lot of factors there but i think being the first one to market is kind of a big deal but um assassin any thoughts on this well i mean we've, we've seen the, the 360 come out before the ps3 and look how well that came out i mean so i mean it could be the same thing where the you know the ps5 could be a lot stronger you know, in hardware, and then the the Xbox, whatever, is uh, the weaker, but it could do well because it came out first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, first to market is huge. First to market is really, really big. And, you know, people, especially, you know, the hardcore, the people that are ma- spending the most money on these things are wanting the, the gr- latest and greatest, you know, as soon as possible. You know, these things get pre-ordered a ton. You know, pre-orders get exhausted. You know, when this era where it's like you can't just, you know, for like a month or so maybe, you can't just walk into a store and grab this thing. Like, whatever supply there is, the demand is there. And most of that is the hardcore, especially, you know, gamers that want the latest and greatest, the best hardware, the best visuals, you know, all that associated stuff. And now that, you know, the dawn of 4K is here and these new consoles are probably going to you know, have 4K as a huge part of their lineup, um, you know, we're going to, it's it's going to be a big deal. So I think if Michael Pact is right here from whatever intel he's he's heard, I think that it's a huge deal. I mean, let's not brush it on the rug. You know where he got this intel from, right? Who predicted this three years ago? He got it from you? He looks in the Four Eyes of Quotas podcast? Is that what you're suggesting? And Crossfire, because remember... I predicted an announcement in late 2019 with a launch in 2020. And I said, Xbox has to beat Sony to the punch if they want to succeed. And all the analysts back then, Michael Patcher and Matt Piscatelli, no, no, it's not going to happen. We're at least, you know, looking at 2021, 2022. Now all of a sudden it's flipping the script. You know why? Because Microsoft is backwards compatible with Xbox. So even if something is in development for Xbox One right now, going to work on the next xbox anyway so they're not gonna have to worry about vendors being upset and say hey you didn't give us time to develop for this console where they can still make the game and then just drop a patch for it mm-hmm. yeah and they're not gonna piss people off as much you know people are used to a 10-year cycle you know you get a seven-year cycle out of this thing you're not gonna piss as many people off because of that backwards compatibility because of that forward thinking that microsoft seems to be doing i mean i can't say the same for sony because i don't know what's up their sleeve are they gonna have ps4 backwards compatibility i have no idea but you're right this like this xbox as a as a core as a whole you know it's not like the xbox is the system it's the xbox is the brand is the ecosystem it's it's 
the thing that allows people to be more okay, I think, with them releasing a new system because you are going to get that stuff, you know, into the future. And, you know, who knows? Maybe games that are released for the new system will work at a worse capacity than the old system so you're not really missing out on anything other than, you know, of course, visuals and, and maybe frame rate or whatever. So who knows? Like, this whole this whole Xbox is a platform kind of thing that Microsoft's been pushing recently that people are kind of getting pissed about may actually work in your favor if you're not wanting to upgrade right away. So you got to think of that too. Um, really quick in the YouTube chat before we go back to Assassin here. Siberia says, first to market with a good price point. Yep, that is the double check mark. I think that is the double check mark. But uh, Jay Fonzarelli, um, thanks for coming by, bud. He says, Personally, he doesn't like he he doesn't like hearing Xbox releasing first could be damaging more than beneficial in his opinion. Well, the thing is, is that if Microsoft releases first and it's full of bugs and clearly inferior to the point where it's like 720p versus 1080p resolution gate again, I think they're in trouble. I think they will be in trouble, even though they get a head start, because it's not like it's going to be like Assassin. You mentioned the 360 versus PS3 thing like that was huge, even though the 360 was technically worse in hardware. But the I think the reason that was huge more, too, is because it was like a year ahead. You know what I mean? And people were like, I'm not fucking waiting a year. You know what I mean? And, you know, Xbox 360 was also easier to develop for because they were on two different kind of architectures. Whereas with this stuff, like, it's kind of, you know, similar. Um, yeah, obviously, PlayStation doesn't have, like, the, you know, the Windows, um, you know, all, all these things don't run Windows or whatever. But, um, but anyway, uh, Assassin, you have any, any rebuttal to that or anything to, anything to add here? Watch all these analysts say that, you know, the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever, is coming out, like, in two years and it just doesn't come out. Dude, watch, yeah, watch, watch these analysts be like, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't be surprised if they make this announcement and then just like nothing happens because these things are selling still. Like I, I that's the thing. Like I feel like the the difference between a seven year and a ten year cycle is at the end of a ten year cycle you kind of see the consoles and it's like okay, the sales are going down. You're seeing. You know, you're seeing a lot of people not buy it anymore. They've already got one. You know, they're, they're kind of fizzling out a bit. But I think, like, right now, I think these consoles are still selling really well. So it's hard for me to think, okay, well, it's time for a new one. The only reason it's time for a new one is because of the tech on PCs and stuff and, and you know, with graphics cards and, and strength of processor and whatnot. Like, that tech has taken... A leap compared to what was available in 2013 it's like very very noticeable especially with gaming pcs being so affordable now um but i don't know uh fonzarelli says again they've got a game issue that needs addressing before releasing another console is my point though fair enough fair enough um i think i think you're i think you're right i think there is there is definitely a game issue that they should be looking at, but it sounds like by all intent, uh, by all accounts that that is being addressed, especially with the signing of the new um, studios that they announced at E3. Now let's see what comes out of that. You know, by 2020, who knows what will be out of that? Who knows what will be announced? You know, maybe there will be, you know, enough stuff kind of like in the pipeline and announced that it justifies a new console being released, and they think they've solved that problem. But, I mean, they've got a huge hill to start climbing up before, 
you know, releasing a new system. Like if they were releasing a new system in the middle of next year, like, you know, September, October of next year, I think that would be a huge, huge mistake. Um, even if Michael Pact is right and they do want to beat PlayStation to the punch because, um, you know, we've heard like almost nothing about what these new, um, Xbox uh, game studios, quote unquote, um, add-ons, these, these five other studios or whatever, we, we haven't heard anything about what they're doing, so. Well, even if these, you know, they, they have, like, obviously they have a game issue, but like these guys are going to not be sitting on their ass until they, you know, fix their game issue. They're going to work on a console. So either way, if they have a game issue or not, they're going to make the console and not going to just sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Same thing with the controllers. You're not going to have all these guys sit, you know, on their hands be like, oh, we, we, we need a way for games. Let's just not do our jobs. Yep. I, I agree with that 100% because especially since we know that, you know, these teams are so isolated. It's not like... It's obvious that these teams are very isolated because you've gotten the Xbox One X produced, which is marvelous. You've gotten the Elite Controller, which is revolutionary. Um, you know, you've gotten two products on the hardware side this gen that have like revolutionized, um, you know, their respective areas, and then you've gotten games that are AAA category from Microsoft that haven't done the same, or you haven't gotten one yet this gen that has done the same, you know? So it's obviously very separate. And I agree with that. I think, um, you know, they've always got to be evolving on the hardware for sure. It's a good point. Um, clowns, what do you say in the chat? Um, I was just responding to Fonz because Fonz says, you know, they got a game issue that needs addressing before releasing another console. So I wasn't sure specifically if he was talking about like recognition for the brand through exclusivity or strong third-party deals. And that's the way I took the comment. I think Xbox needs better brand recognition as far as games and exclusivity and why you want to play it on Xbox besides just the fact that, you know, they say Xbox One X is more powerful, but we need a massive marketing push for Xbox to be more broadly recognized. Uh, you know, on the other hand of that, though, we're looking at an a executive team that wants massive crossplay, and they see crossplay as being the future. Like, get a game on Switch, get a game on PC, and you could just play it anywhere with Xbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, PC doesn't have that problem. Like, PC has that luxury that they don't have to work on that. You know, they don't have to work on the recognition issue they don't have to they don't have to worry about being positioned as like the stronger of the competitors or the more diverse of the competitors or whatnot because they don't i don't think pc you know manufacturers i don't think pc gamers in general consider console manufacturers or console gamers as competition so it's like you know everybody has a computer so you don't really need to you know, market to gamers in the same way as, as Microsoft and PlayStation. And yeah, I think, I think the marketing, like, especially for a lot of games, like we're going to get into Sea of Thieves in a second. I thought the marketing for that was, was plentiful, but not great. Like we didn't know what Sea of Thieves was until like the beta, like we knew because there were, there were closed alphas and stuff, but it's not like those people could really divulge too much information. And we didn't know really like 
what else was coming in the full version compared to those betas until like right before the game came out. You know, same thing with Recore. Like, we didn't even know what kind of game Recore was until very shortly before it came out. You know, so that's that is marketing problem for sure. You know, um, good. Another thing too, though, like Mixer is a great opportunity for Microsoft and Xbox. Definitely. But instead of really pushing it as like an Xbox or Microsoft streaming platform, they're pushing it as Mixer is its own identity and accepts everybody. So, like, people don't, you know, there's people out there that are casuals that look at Mixer and don't even realize that it's backed by Microsoft or owned by Microsoft. And a lot of the executive team of Mixer now is former Xbox employees. So, I mean, people don't realize that. Casuals don't realize that. And another problem that you, that you briefly touched on is the PC people. Um, they don't consider consoles as a as a threat to their platform at all, because if you notice, you get streamers on PC, and they'll play any dumb, ridiculous game and get massive millions of views mm-hmm. for something so funny and ridiculous. Whereas on a console, it's like Sony or Xbox has to approach streamers and be like, "Please play my game." Yeah. Please. Yep. 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 It's, 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 yeah, I mean, and and the streaming thing is like free marketing, essentially. Yeah, you may have to distribute some codes and whatnot, but, and, you know, that's, that's got to be accounted in the budget, even though, you know, uh, Matt Piscatella, a guy that we definitely, um, you know, respect in the industry, you know, that works for the MPD group and kind of does analysis on these kinds of things, says that streaming games doesn't really affect purchase decisions too much now i disagree with that because i think that maybe over the wide look of all games maybe it doesn't but in certain like subgenres, i think it makes a huge difference but uh obviously you have to take it generally you can't you know you're not going to break it down to every genre and every platform and all that but um but i think you're right i think you know i think X- microsoft has a position uh mixer that which is being taken much more seriously lately as a huge strength in, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like you're right. I feel like people see Mixer, they don't think Microsoft, you know, and then, I mean, yeah, we do. Is that like a good thing though? Because like, if you go to like Mixer and they promoted Xbox, 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 all over the place, like, that would get like annoying. Like, you're here to watch people play games, not to see a company just promote Xbox. Like, I know it's Microsoft and they should promote it. But it's you know it's a they're trying to take down Twitch. You don't see Twitch be like you know promote like PlayStation. You know obviously Amazon owns them, but you know you know what I mean. You don't want to see a, like a bias type thing. And Amazon talks about Twitch in reference to the strength of their own AWS. Like when Amazon talks about a meeting. So for what I kind of see what you're saying, Assassin. Like they don't want to overdo it. But at the same time, let's say that there's a big streamer that moved to Mixer. They could put at the bottom stream from Xbox One or something like that just to let people know, hey, you know, it's kind of backed by Xbox a little bit. Yeah, see, that's what I'm That's what I'm thinking of when, when I think of promoting it. I'm not thinking of, like, you know, we're Microsoft, here we go. I'm thinking, like, you know... Microsoft is uniquely positioned to be the console that can stream to Mixer. And Mixer has, like, huge advantages over Twitch and is taking it more seriously now. So now, why can't... Like, what Clonzo just said, I think that's a perfect suggestion. 
I think that I think that would work well. Now, what you're saying, assassin, like that would be extremely obnoxious, and I think that would drive people away in droves for sure. Um, but like, I think maybe when I was just describing it, I was kind of saying it wrong. But what I think is that Xbox needs to leverage some of these things as their advantages, like having Mixer as a streaming platform, maybe using Mixer technology as like you know we obviously know they're building like the xbox cloud or whatever you want to call it um and using that kind of technology to like make the next xbox be have a leg up on playstation in that kind of way you know um i feel like microsoft's never going to be in position to do that like i feel like they're not they're not even like heading in that direction i think that's kind of like what i what i meant but i know what i said kind of came off of what you were suggesting and that sounds awful (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. I get you. But um yeah, so I think when Michael Pactor is talking about this and I think if Microsoft releases first and they don't solve the game problem like Fonz is saying, I think that they need to like leverage their good stuff that they have. You know, like Sea of Thieves, you know, hate it hate it or love it, you know, Sea of Thieves is a revolutionary kind of game. You know, and, and the same could be said about some PlayStation games, but, like, I don't know if, and I may get hate for this, but I don't know if, I can't think of a PlayStation game that was, like, as revolutionary in its genre than Sea of Thieves in whatever genre you want to put it in. You know what I mean? I feel like Sea of Thieves is so different, unique, um, not necessarily, like, revolutionary, maybe, I'm using the wrong word, maybe I mean evolutionary, but, like, there's something about Sea of Thieves being done on, like quote-unquote exclusively on the xbox platform that like makes me look at playstation and i'm not like hating on playstation it's right here and i love it and i i play it often but like what is on the playstation that makes you feel the same way you know what i mean so i think microsoft has to leverage that and and make it and make it stand out more than just like power like these things these companies can't be making it just like oh well i have like eight teraflops so you only have six oh fuck you like you suck you know they need to use other things i think But anyway, we're getting to see thieves right now, actually, because I know these gentlemen have a little bit something to say about about what's going on Sea of Thieves, and I know we got some comments on our last podcast about how you know taking down statues is fun. Um, but now oh, we're, get, we're getting rid. Really <laughs> just wow, guys! Yeah, I mean, really we is. did. We got some comments on that, and you know, whatever you find fun, people, you know, I'm not gonna bag you for that, but you know. You know, for people who've played and have their opinion about whether whether or not it's fun, I mean, it's, people have different definitions of fun, but you can't deny that that kind of update is a sad update compared to something like mm-hmm. this Curse of Sales. Like, that, that's a sad update, man. Whether you like it or not. I mean, you know, Inferno, some people like that VR butt simulator that's out there, so you never know. People like different things. That's true. This is true. Um, oh, Andrew's bringing up loot crates here. So, Andrew, I will say that I wish there were loot crates in Sea of Thieves, so yet it could gift us stuff. $460 worth. That's a lot of loot crates. That's a lot of money to drop in a loot crates. You know? If, you, if no. you're dropping that kind of money in loot crates, you know, and, and especially if you don't, like, get what you want, you know, I man, you just need a hug. You might need a rub on the, you know... Rubbing the bag, a, little, a nice little hug, a pat on the shoulder, saying "Better luck next time," you know. 
460 bucks. That's a lot. <laughs> What did you say, Zazen? You know, we... I said maybe a balloon should be sent to you. That, yes. You know, not like it well, but like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, kind of like I'm sorry me. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So we should, you know, all jokes aside, we should send someone to Activision and ask them to make a special calling card just for Yeti and call it like 460 calling card. The 460. Yeah, the money just on fire or something. No and have yeah. uh, the money just on fire. <laughs> and then, like the animation, you just see his hands, and then he's just throwing money in the fire. <laughs> Man, that is a uh, lot. I, mean, I feel bad that he, get, that he didn't get the box from because Assassin, we all know how Assassin plays Inferno. Like, he plays nonstop until he gets all the things earned in the game that he can for that day. And he got the Volkstrom for free. And one of our friends on Xbox, you know, was like, oh, man, I really want that gun. Drops 100 bucks, opens up all the crates, doesn't get it. Drops another 100 bucks, opens up all the crates, doesn't get it. And Assassin at that point was like, wow. And then he, he does it again, and then again, and again. And it, it just doesn't happen for him, man. You know, and, and now it's come to where I have the Volkstrom that says hi, Yeti, on it. So when he picks it up, it's just Wow, bloody. wow. Wow, way to rub, way to way to rub, yeah, way to rub salt in the wounds. But then again, I mean, if you're spending four hundred sixty dollars on loot crates for like one gun, you don't get it. I mean, I, I should also put the, there's a weapon charm that's just salt. Oh yes, put some salt on that weapon. Yep, 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 yep. Definitely, definitely. I mean, at least you know, and Yeti's defense, I did steal one of Assassin's emergency airdrops. "Quote unquote by mistake." Yeah, I said I have an emergency air driver. What does clowns do? It means coming. Go grab it, clowns. Yeah, when I didn't say that. Wow, brutal, brutal. Anyway, anyway, uh, see it, thieves, right? Cursed sales. Assassin boldly predicted that. Oh, Yeti's saying you filled my burn with salt is what you did. Wow. Wow, dude. 460 bucks, man. That's a lot on loot crates. That's a yeah, lot of really That's a lot on loot crates. Um, anyway, Assassin predicted that the 26th would be the release date for the Cursed Sales. And now we know it's going to be the 31st, not the 26th. So it's like almost a week later. And uh, actually, what day of the week is that? That is a... Oh, that's a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday. Okay, so the 26th would have been a Thursday. Could have been like one of those Friday releases that releases like a little bit early, like on a Thursday or something. But uh, nonetheless, that is not what the case is. We're getting it on uh, the following Tuesday. So thoughts on that, Assassin? You uh, you more excited, less excited? You kind of scratching your head about this? What do you think? No, I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, we get a few more days to wait. Which is a few more days for them that you know that they they add things and tested it and you know so then we can have a smooth launch and supposedly it's gonna be like three weeks of stuff with you know new rewards every week so I'm looking forward to it. I like this line. I like to see this is what this is what Microsoft has to do with all their titles and leverage them like this. Rare says that the update will and quote 
change things forever. See, that's like a buzz line. That's a buzz line right there. That's like a, whoa, that's like a mic drop moment. Change things forever. And do you know what they're referring to when they say that, Assassin? No. Skeleton Crews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Skeleton Crews and that new Allegiance system, Alliance system, one of the two. Can't remember what it's called. I think it's Alliance system. Um, but that Alliance system is cool. I think that's been, I think that's going to encourage people and not just like, you know, take each other out for no reason. Um, or like ruin your day if you've got like 50 chests on deck and for some reason you didn't return them to uh, the outpost. But I hate data for that. That will never happen on Sea of Thieves. There will always be people just trying to ruin your day. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but then you know you gotta, you gotta give people a second chance here. I think with this new system, I think you know they describe that you need like, especially if you're on a sloop, right? Say you're on a sloop, and then you encounter a couple other sloops. Like these people are gonna want to take, like they talk about needing this alliance system to take down, um, you know the skeleton crews because they're really the skeleton crews gonna be super nasty. Now, if you think about how accurate the skeletons are on the cannons like on shore think about how accurate they're going to be when they're on a friggin' boat right so i think yeah. a lot of people are going to want to are going to want to uh team up i think this is going to be a thing especially for the just, first couple I, weeks just give you some personal experience for example when i was doing the thrones right event you, yeah. you need people to help you with the thrones right so i got this dude to help me out well i think when assassin wasn't online on one of the thrones and so we're going up there we're getting on the throne and after we get on the throne, he goes on my boat, takes my chests, and just runs off in the water and then disconnects. <laughs> wow, okay, that's heard horror, Yeah, I heard horror stories where people were trying to get the Megalodon, and all these people were like, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you out, you know, let's go get the Megalodon. And they go out there like a sloop crew, right? They're out there with two galleons, the galleons are taking on the Megalodon, Right before the Megalodon is killed, they sink the sloop. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, the too long don't read version of that is that people are dicks. Like, people will be dicks. But I think, like, you know, I think Rare has an opportunity to incentivize this a lot. You know, like, they're talking about how you take down the skeleton uh, ships and you get shared loot. Like, you're not fighting over the loot, you know? Um, which is a good thing. Like, there's going to be enough loot for everyone. It's going to be shared. It's going to be a way that people know, okay, well, you know, I don't necessarily have to take these people down. They just help me. So thank you. Like, let's share the loot, you know? But, um, but, um, I don't know. I, I guess time will tell. I mean, like you, like you just described, like people are dicks and, um, you know, maybe this won't work out like we're hoping, but. I don't know. Another I feel- example. I, I got another one for you. So me and the and and Yeti and Assassin's friend Cause. So just me and Cause were rolling on a sloop, and we're going to get these mermaid statues. And these mermaid statues are no big deal. Like going in the water, you slice them with you know your cutlass or whatever, and you go on about your day. Like you don't even care about doing regular quests for the day. So this dude saw us going after mermaid statues, so he follows us and follows us to every like three different islands, watching us get mermaid statues. Then all of a sudden. The uh, mermaid statue starts sinking our boat. He knew we had nothing on it. Right. He just didn't care. Right. 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 
You know, there's some. I, go ahead, go ahead, Assassin. Sorry, go ahead. It's like a lion system. So, like, I, I obviously we don't know how it works because, you know, we haven't played it. But, I mean, there, there could be potential where if you, like, sign something or, you know, click a button, that maybe there's no friendly fire on the boat. So you don't get these douchebags, you know, story. Yeah. You're still going to have your douchebags. That's never going to go away, especially a multiplayer game. But, with this alliance, you know, everyone wanted these, you know, big fleets of boats and stuff. Now we have that chance to have like four galleons. I have to worry. Right, like a lot of people were complaining about Sea of Thieves, saying, you know, four people is the max that I can play in a group with. Like that's kind of bullshit. Well, now, you know, I mean, granted, it's not like you can party up with like eight, twelve people and jump into a game together, and it's not like exactly well, like that. Ways, people like will come up to you and be like, "Can we, can we take your ship? Can someone leave and we join you?" And then you guys leave, and then they have two galleons with their friends. Right. Right. No, no, yeah, I mean, there's definitely ways. It's not, like, as easy as just inviting idiot buddies together, but, like, you know, in my experience with the game, too, there's been a lot of just, like, meeting people out there and, like, you know, inviting them to party or, like, you know, going to game chat and collaborating, even though this alliance system hasn't been formalized or anything. But, I mean, there's there's some of that, and I think there are a lot of people that do care for that. So I think that's going to be a huge add to this game. And, uh, granted, the skeleton thing's going to last. I don't know if the alliance thing is going to last forever, but... The skeletons thing is gonna last forever. Um, I think they said some of the pennant system, the pennant flags, are being reworked to have something to do with the alliance system. So I would imagine, um, you know, you have maybe you put up the same flag and you become part of the same alliance. Yes. But then I could just people see putting a Jolly Roger flag right in the middle of it and be like, "I'm gonna screw you guys over." Screw <laughs> this. Yeah. I mean, I think the game needs some of that, too. Like, you can't just be, like, cookie-cutter. You need some, you know, if you think of pirates, I probably, you know, that's what you'd expect to happen, right? In, in some cases, so. I don't know. I think that'd be fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the addition of the three-person boat, the brigantine, I think it's an opportunity for that to be really cool. Um, you know, some- Cannonballs. Can't wait for those. The cursed cannonballs. Yeah, there's a lot coming to this, and that's why I think, you know, it releasing at the end of the month versus like on the 26th. I thought that would have been a good time, like we were talking last week. So I'm kind of sad that, you know, the, it's been dated, and I mean we've gotten some more information, but I'm I'm kind of it's kind of sad that, um, you know, it's the it's the 31st. Like they say it's coming in July, right? And then it ends up being the last day of July. Like that's that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. But beggars can't be choosers, right? Um. Yep. Is there any other kind of information that came out with this announcement? I can't remember. I don't think anything other than the fact that it's like a, correct me if I'm wrong, like the actual, an actual DLC expansion. Yeah. Did you say Assassin? What, what did you say? Sorry. Considered a DLC expansion. Yeah, it's considered an expansion. These little weekly nonsense mermaid statues is just the events. Events, yeah. Thank God, because those things are just like, man, they've got such an opportunity. I mean, we've already beat this to death, but I mean, they've got such an opportunity to make those so much better. But anyway, yeah, that's the Sea of Thieves news. 
coming soon. Not soon enough, in my opinion. Um, speaking of something extremely positive to something extremely negative um did you guys see this culling news i mean holy shit two day second day after it's released it only had like two players it peaked at like 249 or something like that players total on on steam uh and now uh you know it's it's being kind of like not recalled but essentially the game is just being canceled like a week after it came out and now they're going to resume development on the first game, which they stopped developing in order to make the second game. And, um, I mean, holy shit, holy shit. This is bad. This is really bad. Yeah, we're going to take some engine improvements from the second one and put it in the first one. Good. I mean, good. I mean, this is the thing about the first one. Like the first one, I feel like had a lot of promise, you know, a lot of people, uh, liked some of the melee focused combat that was in a battle royale game like you don't really see that a ton you see it a little bit in fortnite yeah whatever uh pubg like i guess you see it a little bit but you know in the culling you know melee melee combat is a huge focus and i think it's really exhilarating uh in some instances the way they do it but the xbox version that we got was just such trash and they released it on the xbox in preview knowing that they were just going to stop produ- uh, developing for it. And then they went to the second game. So now I'm hoping that they're resuming of the development and bringing you know, some of the new stuff that they put into the second game into the first game. I feel like the Xbox One may be something to go back to um, and revisit. But who the fuck knows? I mean, this is a huge disaster. I mean, I can't imagine how many man hours, how much money went into making the second game. Granted, it did look like shit. Uh, from all the reviews I saw, especially the Xbox version looked like doo-doo. Um, the PC version looked like it was just a muddy mess. Granted, it ran a little bit better, but, um, I mean, holy hell. What does it say? They, I I feel like they should, uh, just scrap the calling in general. It has such a bad, you know, you know, they ruined the name to it, like, you know, all these people bought the first one. They, you know, it's like the first, pretty much the first Battle Royale game on the Xbox. Yep. Or PUBG game. And they're like, you spent money on it? Screw you. We're, we're making, you know, we're stopping to make a second one. And then, you know, all these people bought the second one. No, no, screw you. We're going back to the first one. Like, <laughs> you should just stop making the calling. Like, no one's going to buy your game anymore because you're just ruining the name to it and mm-hmm. screwing the players. For a quick buck. I mean, that's what Calling 2 is. It's PUBG, but a terrible version of mm-hmm. PUBG. Yep. So, create something new. I I know, like, I think they had to, you know, stop it and, like, have a meeting of what they're going to do with the company. You know, they need money. But, like, this isn't going to help you. Yeah. They're not going to get players to come back. They're like, we forgive you. No, that's not going to happen. You know, I think the battle royale genre is already taken up between PUBG and Fortnite, and PUBG's losing or has been losing some players to Fortnite as well. I think, you know, Fortnite is the uh, the big battle royale, and Colin doesn't have a place there. When I played the Colin one, I thought it looked like Golden Eyes version of battle royale from Nintendo sixty four. 
Yeah, no, it looked like piss. I mean, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. And part of that is because they just abandoned the thing. Like, they pushed the thing in Xbox, and, you know, I'm not just making this up. I've heard this from many people. Um, they pushed this thing to Xbox on a version of the game that was essentially uh, from, like, months prior. Like, it's not even like, you know, they refined this thing until the last couple of days or the, or the last week or so. They literally just pushed it out there just to push it out there. And then they knew full well that they weren't going to continue developing it. It was like they just pushed it out, like Assassin said, it's a full cash grab, and they knew that, you know, it wasn't going anywhere, that they weren't going to continue supporting it. And now you're telling people that you're going to go back to support it um, after people already got Assassin saying, like, you hear the culling, it's not like a sour taste in your mouth when it had so much potential. You know, it's like that. that the association with that name is now. Oh, Assassin says, what the fuck? You guys still there? He got disconnected. He got disconnected. I'm still here. Oh, okay. I, he think got, I think he got disconnected. I think he got disconnected. Try yeah, to connect he's back. He's frozen in time on the podcast. He's frozen he, in time. He is frozen in time. He lost connection, he says. Unreal. These things happen, people. These things happen. Oh, and then he... Oh, now he's back, I think. Assassin? Hello? Or at least he's trying to connect back. Yeah, I see the uh, AOL connection dial over there. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, he's got that Time Warner that just got bought out. Speed, right? I can't believe that. Oh. Uh, he says still trying to connect. Dude, I can't believe that sale went through. I know that's totally off topic, but that AT and T bought Time Warner. I cannot believe that went through. Boy, <laughs> I try to stop that with FTC. Yeah, they tried to stop that, and uh, it just didn't work out. Like, the judge ruled in AT&T's favor. It was like, it's not going to take away from competition, and it's not going to, uh, you know, drive up prices or whatever. If we There's no evidence of that, so we're just going to let it go through. And so they're just going to let good it news. go. Ahead. The good news is that the Justice Department is appealing it, and they're trying to speed up the appeal for the government to unwind the merger. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't know how a judge could be like, oh, it's not going to, you know, drive up prices. I would I would think it's going to drive up prices. Oh, look, I got Isn't that crazy. Oh, Ajip High would uh, overturn net neutrality, but uh, try to stop the merger of AT&T Time Warner. I'm kind of confused on that. Right, right, right. Very confusing. The guy, the guy doesn't even know where to stand on these issues, for Christ's sake. It's fucking ridiculous. Inferno is really zoomed in. Yes, I was really zoomed in for a minute there, because you keep disconnecting. Um, all right, well, let's... Um, while Assassin tries to reconnect, let's... I uh, mean, what we, could, what we could do in the future, because I, I know that, you know, Southern Canada gets a lot of snowfall this time of year. Yep. So maybe, you know, he can get that American Xbox doll and... You know, put a picture of that up in his place when he just connects. Yes. Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. It's like he's trying to connect, but it's not letting him. It's really weird. It's really weird. Assassin, tell us what's happening on your end in the chat, if you will. Um, Assassin says it's like 90 degrees outside. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, he is all about Canada these days. He's talking about Canadian bacon. He's running the Canadian flag on his Call of Duty guns. I mean, you know, Yeti and Annie can vouch for that, that he's been all Canadian lately. <laughs> and with the Miss Lady Assassin person on the other Call of Duty team that kept killing everybody is from Canada. So, I mean, it just makes sense that Assassin is connected to Canada. <laughs> Assassin's Canadian bacon is ham. Man, you're gonna you're gonna angry some of your your family members there by saying that. Ooh, I'm back to really zoomed in. Alright, well show must go on. Let's just while while Assassin reconnects, let's just talk about this Xbox Ultimate Game Sale. Um well, I, th- I huh? think the the cameras are a little bit uh, off. You're zoomed in on the camera. Yes, yes, I see that. GPC. Under CPC Assassin. What's that. up, Assassin? Uh, hold on, how is he? What's up, Assassin? Hello. Hello here. Yeah, dude, I can't fix it because if I try to fix it, then when he rejoins, it'll be knocked out again, so. <laughs> He's uh, got like a puppet box. That's uh, great. Uh, this is awesome. You should do this more often. Uh, oh, fuck. He's back. Are you back? No, it says he's still connecting. All right, real quick, ultimate game sale. Anything? Is there anything that you saw that's worth worth a damn? I saw a few things. What did you see that you thought was pretty good? I'm gonna be honest. If you were thinking about trying before the storm uh, for the Life is Strange series, I think it's a pretty good deal on an eight eight dollars fifty cents. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I thought it was a pretty good deal. What like fifteen ninety nine for the regular edition. Twenty three ninety nine for the deluxe edition. Thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of For Honor, but it's the lowest that I've seen that gold edition ever go for for fifteen bucks. Yep. Um, I mean, it is a Ubisoft game, and if you like that kind of stuff, it might be you get that game. Yeah, I mean, dude, Ubisoft is definitely making a push to try to make for honor like like you guys were kind of saying when we were talking in chat it's like the they're trying to push it as like the next rainbow succeeds with like seasonal content and you know trying to push the online a little bit better and you know dedicated servers whatever but like that game ain't the next rainbow succeeds and you know the price has been dropping trying to get the player base up again i get it i get it and you know maybe it's worth a try for that price you know you get all the con you know for the gold edition you get all that content added on but um, you know, buy your own risk. That's what I say to people with For Honor, because, uh, you may end up just hating it, but, uh, yeah, those are all pretty good deals that you mentioned. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite that you mentioned, definitely, definitely a, uh, a huge one in this. Um, oh, it looks like Assassin joined back, but it's not showing him. Hello, Assassin? Interesting. Back to puppets. Um, so what if what if you just do voice for now, Assassin? Will that work? He says he's trying voice. Oh, that's why it didn't pop up. Okay. Oh, his voice is not working. Oh my god, this is gonna prematurely end the podcast. I feel. Um, what else? Let me just bring up the ultimate game sale games again. Ages of Mayhem for ten bucks. I mean, man, is that worth it to you? Like that may be worth it to you for ten bucks. That it's that could possibly be good. Um, I mean, got- 
if you yeah, if you are a fan of Saints Row Four, I mean, ten bucks on Ages of Mayhem, don't sleep on it. But if you didn't like Saints Row Four, uh, then by all means, skip it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you guys bought what Return to Arkham for cheap, or what? What did you guys buy today that was really cheap? Uh, we went to GameStop and we both got Batman Arkham Origins because it's backwards compatible. Oh, uh, got it, got it. Oh, that was what was four bucks. Got it. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, what else was good? Titanfall Two is like six bucks. That's definitely something you should look into. Hellblade, um, that being like eighteen bucks, really good deal. You should not pass on that. Um, what else? Dead. I say the what? Good. Ben. Uh, is one of the best Telltale games I ever played besides Wolf Amongst Us. So I would suggest getting the whole season on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the deals on the Telltale stuff, really, really good. Destiny 2, $19.80. I would not get that because I've seen it on disc recently for like 6 bucks. So um, I would pass on that. Um, what else? A lot of people seem to be like liking Conan Exiles. It's thirty four ninety nine right now, so I mean that's on sale if you want to always check that out. Yep, that's an excellent deal. Um, there's some good stuff. I mean, if you're people, you know, if you're privileged enough to own a lot of these games, um, you know, luckily we we own a lot of these games. But um, if you didn't, I mean, some of these are very very good deals. Um, you know, Forza Seven. I know Forza not really, Forza Seven is not really that good of a deal. I wouldn't buy it at this point for. For uh, for forty bucks. Um, Look at that uh, Deuce X is eighty um, percent off with gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even logged in, and the price is thirteen fifty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's a seventy percent off. So I mean that if you really want to check out that game, that's a perfect deal for that. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely, yeah. There's a ton of good stuff. Ton of good stuff. Assassin saying Forza Horizon 3 Platinum Edition is 75% off, and he is correct. So, Forza Horizon 3 with the Blizzard Mountain, the Hoonigan Car Pack, Hot Wheels DLC, all that stuff, uh, 39 or it's 70, 75% off. So, I think it's like 39 bucks, something like that. Um, so, check that out. Um, Here you go, Inferno. I mean, I've seen this on disc cheaper, but I know that um, you've always been a fan of Dishonored. Yep. Oh, that's on sale too. Yep, yep. So Dishonored, uh, Dishonored the complete collection is thirty-two bucks. So you can get Dishonored two, you can get Dishonored one, the definitive edition, and you can get uh, Death of the Outsider thirty-two bucks. I know our fair uh, f- former podcast mate here, Taylor would uh would be into that for sure. Assassins in the chat since he can't rejoin the podcast saying boo Dishonored. Um, I mean, you know, Assassin, I'm with you on that, but there are people that really do like that series, so mm-hmm. can't can't stop them from enjoying it on a sale. That's right. That's right. Um, let me see what else. What else? I'm trying to scroll through really quick. I thought there was one other thing that I thought was a pretty good deal, and now I can't find it. Maybe I'll just tweet it out. Um, I said Hell- Hellblade. I thought that was probably the best deal. Um, yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it. 
Oh no, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, the two pack. You can get the New Order and the Old Blood for fifteen bucks. Those are both excellent games if you want to go that route. Wolfenstein Two, the newest one, the New Colossus. That is, um, I think it's like twenty four dollars. So that's a pretty good discount. Um, so you can get the digital deluxe edition for forty bucks. That includes the DLC. That's a good deal. Um, but yeah, the ultimate game sale lasts for what like another another uh week or so until the 30th i think has some pretty good stuff so I the jackbox party packs are on sale too dude the jackbox party packs you gotta have those in your arsenal you gotta have those in the, my games and apps or even if you buy it on like playstation stuff that, that's one of those games that doesn't even matter where you have it it's just it's just a lot of fun and you know it doesn't require you know your friends to be on the same system you play on the on the uh on the phone and everything so those are good deals and we were going to talk about Fortnite but since assassin can't get back in i think maybe we'll push that um but just to tease it maybe we'll do like a special video uh, so Fortnite is on sale for 50% off right now until July 30th. So we will actually have a new, another Not for podcast. Xbox. It's over. Not for Xbox. No, is that true? Xbox ended. Um, it's only on sale on PC. I don't know about PS4. Well, if you link your accounts and buy it on PC, you will, you can still get it on that deal. So that's like a sneaky little workaround, but clowns are saying it's out. It's over on Xbox. So. Good luck on that, but I mean, if you have your Epic account linked, I would definitely still try to get on the deal on PC and see it carry over because you can buy uh, the Sea of the World, which is excellent and which is probably what I'm going to be playing later tonight, um, for twenty bucks now, so you can get it on that. But we were going to talk about why this game isn't uh, free to play already, but um, Sass is not here, so I think we're gonna. We're gonna push that off. We should wait because me and him are both huge Fortnite fans. After we uh, denounced PUBG recently. Mm-hmm. You've seen the light. You've seen the light. Fortnite is just so much better on console than PUBG, and PUBG had so much potential. I mean, I I wanted it to be good. You know, I thought I said when that thing came out, I thought that that was the, you know, one of the top third-party gets of all time on any platform because of how popular that game was and how much potential it had. And they just couldn't iron out the bugs in time. And I think, you know, Fortnite just runs so much better. It's more appeal to everyone. And, you know, this PvE mode is actually really good. So um, I would highly recommend Assassin, it. Assassin says it's it's in the ultimate, so I don't see it. Yeah, I think it was. That's why I'm surprised it's over. I saw that um, I saw that the PvE stuff was, um, was in there. But um, I'll have to check in a browser window but we will do i think we'll do like a special thing maybe we'll do it on sunday or something where we just talk about that that'll probably take like a half hour or so just to go through that and get our opinions on it but i want assassin to be here so i don't want to do it just me and clowns because i know assassin's got a ton to say like clowns just said um before we go let me check xbox ultimate sale go back to that again and he's right it's it is it's, it's there. in there as long as you have gold, you can get it for 30 for the uh, Deluxe Founders pack. Yeah, so. 
I would look into that. I would look into that. It's a nice way to earn V bucks too, and I think that's we'll get into that when we do the when we do the special edition of the podcast to talk just about this topic. But I think that's part of the reason why it's not free to play yet because I know people are craving this mode just to earn some V bucks. So, um, but anyway, that is it for tonight's edition. Um, definitely, if you haven't already, definitely check us out on all the platforms that we have the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, here on YouTube. Uh, just search for Guys of Quarters. You'll find us on all. Subscribe to us, like us, whatever's available on that platform. Uh, it will help our podcast out significantly. Um, check out, like I said earlier in the podcast at the beginning, Ticks Game Network. Um, that is, the link for that is in the description right now, so you can find it there. Um... What else? What else? We should be streaming some games pretty soon. Now that I'm kind of like settled and I have my um, have my setup here, I'm planning on streaming some stuff. Now that I have an awesome upload speed, so look out for that. And um, yeah, other than that, just search Four Guys Recorders on Twitter, Four GWQ Podcast. Follow us there. Follow us individually by the names that were below our uh, below our heads here. That that looks like clowns's, but uh, it's because Assassin dropped out, and I'm. Just pointing now. This one's mine right here. This one's clowns right here. This uh, this one's assassin right here. But um, yeah. Other than that, we are we're out of here. We'll see you guys uh, sometime in the next week to talk about this Fortnite thing, and uh, definitely on Thursday for another edition of the podcast. So we'll see you guys later. Peace. It's-